Welcome to Whoology, a real-world theology podcast that breaks down episodes of Doctor Who, hosted by myself, Fizz, and my lovely Whovian wife, Laura. Oh, hi. Yes, sir. Uh, So, on this episode, episode two, we're going to talk into the Dalek. Episode two of season eight, we get more Peter Capaldi, we get uh, more Clara, and we get just more season eight, which is always great, because we've been waiting for Doctor Who for a very long time. Too long. I like to call this episode, Honey, I Shrunk the Doctor. Honey, I Shrunk the Doctor. Well, it actually, uh, kind of opening up our, our first volley of thoughts from the episode, it did remind me a lot based on our conversation before the podcast, of Season 1, Episode 6, mm-hmm. Dalek. Dalek. So, uh, I mean, like, in that episode, we even get the same phrase, you know, or a very similar question, well, I guess a statement, um, mm-hmm. because I'm apparently very bad at actual parts of speech, <laughs> or what uh, things are called. A declaration. Types of sentences. Yes, a declaration. Um, so this declaration um, says, uh, you would make a good Dalek. In, in season one, episode six, and then in this one, we get "You are a good Dalek," mm-hmm. and now that that could be a very loaded statement that we can get into a little bit later. But well, what were some of your general thoughts uh, of this season eight, episode two? Um, it felt a little bit like um, already well explored territory because um, actually, season one, episode six, I think is one of is a favorite of mine. I think it's a great great episode and that line is just so I mean so heart wrenching and so cruel and terrifying when when the Dalek tells the doctor you would make a good Dalek and so it felt a little bit to me like um, that it had already been done like as I was even when I saw the previews I kind of thought what are they going to bring to the table that's new that wasn't done in that episode and I think maybe I, I haven't had a chance we just watched it today so I haven't necessarily had a chance to consider all the nuances that are different in this episode than they are in Dalek. So um, maybe there's more there than I um, than I realized so far. But I still did enjoy the episode. So that's my maybe initial thought. Your initial thoughts? Didn't feel super like original new territory, but it wasn't a bad episode. I still mm. enjoyed it. Well, you'd think, and you, you mentioned how we just saw the episode today, uh, where we're at in apostrophe America well, you know it's a, it's a holiday weekend here and so I thought that we would get to see this right away and due to some pleasant um, circumstances you know we had friends we had mm-hmm. other things going on some rearranging some other things to get done during the extended weekend we did not get to see it until today but this episode reminded me a lot of Chris Eccleston's run as mm-hmm. the doctor it's I, I was this is what I was hoping for I mentioned it a little bit last week um, and I've talked to a lot of friends about it as well, but I haven't really gotten a lot of the Doctor in the vein of Eccleston. That kind of harsh, cynical, mm-hmm. um, rude. Yeah, very rude. Abrasive. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and for some reason, I really connect to that. Well, I think it. I think it feels true to what that kind of being, alien being would be like having lived for over 2,000 years seeing all these things that he would just wouldn't have time for all the petty stuff that you know puny people who have only lived like 30 years <laughs> like you know think or, think is important mm-hmm. which I think we also mentioned last week but so it feels authentic it feels like true to like how amazing and incredible and 
you know, this car- this guy is, this alien is. Yeah, and um, just so we make it clear, almost every one of these episodes, we're talking about the whole episode, we're getting it done in a half hour, so we're going to be talking spoilers. Mm-hmm. So um, with that, you, this inter- this episode introdu- introduces us to a couple new characters, um, probably first and foremost, uh, Danny Pink, who I believe we'll be seeing uh, in subsequent episodes, played by Samuel Anderson, also mm-hmm. oddly enough, color um, thematic. Uh, yeah. We have uh, Zal Ashton playing Journey Blue, and Michael Smiley of Luther and the World's End fame, mm-hmm. who played Colonel Morgan Blue. So we have a couple um, cool new characters to deal with. Um, you know, some ones. There's even uh, another one who escapes me. Uh, I believe his name was like Ross. Um, he's like he's like a minor character on Game of Thrones. I mean, like it's cool to see all these other 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 actors just kind of coming in to make mm-hmm. this episode. But specifically, like I said, Danny Pink, we get to see him introduced. Obviously, there's something there going on with Clara, um, and we get to see Missy and Heaven again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's another little cutaway scene, so that continues the the theme of. I guess the season, what what we'll eventually get to mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the season. Like I, said, I find it fairly intriguing. It is. I mean, it, and it's interesting too that they're they're presenting something um, like so mysterious and like attention grabbing, and it's just a few seconds, you know, in the middle of an episode or at the end of an episode. Um, and they they're not taking a lot of time to like get into it yet, and. Um, and it's still, you know, it's. I think it could be something that they show and you're like, what the heck does that have to do with anything? Why are we going there? Um, but instead, I find it um, intriguing. You don't so think it's, like, uh, too non-subtle a little? Like, I feel well, like, I don't think it's supposed to be. So I, I think it's doing what it's meant to do. I, f- I feel like in previous seasons of Doctor Who, we've gotten overarching s- season themes, mm-hmm. and they have been something that's obviously going on, but I guess we don't realize it's what the season theme was about until we get almost to the end of the season, or we're wrapping up mm-hmm. the season. We're like, oh, the whole time, this thing was super important, even though we've seen it in every episode, or kind of like, we get like a second of it. Mm-hmm. But this one's like, look, this season's about this thing, it's all going to come to a head, Yeah, watch out for it. Um, which is which is a little uh, almost distracting, but I think so. but I am I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So, uh, well, there was something that else also struck me about this episode, and uh, it did remind me again of Eccleston a little bit, mm-hmm. where the Doctor doesn't seem to care about saving every single person. Yeah. And you know, as much as I would love everyone to get saved always. It was also kind of, I think, a distraction when, like, the Doctor had to be tore up about saving every single person all the time. Yeah. Um, Because then it it kind of made light of the fact when either, I guess, a writer issue or just, uh, you know, directing, they, they kind of allowed, like, David Tennant or Matt Smith to have characters that died Mm -hmm. and the doctor kind of forgot when he was so passionate about saving everyone always. Yeah. And and now it seems like, you know, Capaldi's doctor is just like, well, you know, can't save everyone. Stuff happens. Yeah. Stuff happens, you know, kind of bigger picture. Um, But I think this, this episode really starts or really gets a trajectory when we have to, saddle ourselves with the question that we saw in the se- the entire season 8 preview and that was the doctor sitting down and looking at Clara and basically saying am I a good man mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because from a 
you know, from from an ideological point of view, from a theological point of view, uh, just from most people's worldview, most people are just are usually trying to figure out if they're a good person. Yeah. And it's I think it's really poignant that we have the doctor, someone who is set up as the hero, mm-hmm. um, is still wrestling with the concept like is he good or is he not? Um, and then you know this particular episode, which makes him wrestle with that, which again. T- throws us back to the original Dalek, not mm-hmm. the original Dalek episode, but the season one, episode six Dalek mm-hmm. episode, where he's basically wrestling with the same thing. You know, like, I, Daleks are bad, I kill Daleks. And does that make him a bad person mm-hmm. or a good person? This Which, one, it's a little more on the nose. Yeah, it, it's interesting, too, that, um, like, so in Dalek, uh, Chris Eccleston's doctor is, he's not really grappling with that question until towards the end. Mm-hmm. Because he um, he doesn't see his own, you know, his own hatred, his own anger mm-hmm. as similar to his enemies. And so it, it takes Rose um, throughout the course of the episode, especially at the end, to show him that he is mirroring his enemy, that he is the same, you know. And, you know, and if there's goodness in the doctor, perhaps there could be goodness in his enemy. Um, so that is that was very different to this episode in that <clears throat> Capaldi, I think, is he's asking himself that question. He's um, maybe more introspective or, you, you know, maybe it's just because he's just changed and he doesn't know himself yet. He hasn't you know been with himself a lot. Um, but that was that was interesting to see it from his side. Um you know, he was kind of evaluating what he was doing and if that meant that he was good or bad. And I think he, you know, obviously wants to err on the side of that he's good, <laughs> that he, you know, he's willing to help this Dalek. Maybe that's a sign that he's um, he's a good man. Um, and then, you know, when the Dalek kind of goes into his mind and sees hatred um, and almost like reboots his... his um, appreciation for hatred by seeing Capaldi's like pure clear hatred of the Daleks mm-hmm. um, that's pretty unsettling to him you know it, it as he's wrestling with am I good or am I bad this Dalek basically says um, pretty much what's at the core of me is at the core of you so congratulations you know <laughs> well and that's really interesting because there's two different way weak ways we can uh, move from that and, and it's interesting when he says or when he, when he looks at him and, and he's looking at the doctor's uh, thoughts and mind and memories mm-hmm. and stuff, and we can see that even inside the best intentions, even inside uh, the best of people, the best of heroes, mm-hmm. there is the ability to hate. Um, you know, this is a this is a character who has saved worlds. Um, you know, seen stars born, seen stars die, mm-hmm. and he wants, like you're pointing out, he wants to be a good person, a good. Yeah, we all we say man, but yeah. he's not. He's not a man. Yeah, he's a. Good, he wants to be a good time lord. <laughs> yes, and, and, but even inside the best of us, there's there's hatred. You know, mm-hmm. there's anger, and there's things like that. And I think it's really poignant that this show is acknowledging that because I think that's something that um, we all also believe, but it's not very popular to believe mm-hmm. in in a culture that has a. That's pretty big on moral relativism. You know, like, oh, you're as good as your actions say mm-hmm. you are. You know, uh, you have control over that. You can. Yeah, just choose to be good. Mm-hmm. Choose to be good. But, you know, like Romans tells us that like, there is no one righteous, no, not one. Mm-hmm. You know, so like everyone is falling short all the time, which in our case would point us to something, you know, the need for something greater. Mm-hmm. And this one, 
And what we usually get in Doctor Who is, you know, usually just try harder to be good, yeah. which, you know, follows more the mantra of popular culture. And so it's understandable. But it's interesting to see that I would say that there was a balance um, at the end of this episode because the phrase, you are a good Dalek, um, there is some debate um, you know, the, this is the great thing about Doctor Who. It's only been out for... This episode's only been out for, like, two days. Mm-hmm. And there's already a debate, like, what does this mean? Hmm. Because I think when I first left the episode, I want to say that I agreed with kind of how you described it as the Dalek basically pointing out that the Doctor is a... is a He's good at being a Dalek. Because at the at the center they they both mm-hmm. have the, they're not very di- they're not as different as they think they are or yeah. he thinks they are mm-hmm. um, kind of like while we compare it to um, the you know season one Dalek episode mm-hmm. you know he's basically saying you would make a good Dalek um, but I think the the more and more I get away from the episode uh, if you take a look at the theme that was running throughout this it was the the Doctor coming to terms with the fact that you there is such a thing as a good Dalek. Mm-hmm. And what that would look like. And that's someone who, at the core, has has a hatred, but they've seen the beauty of the universe. Hmm. And they've chosen to act differently mm-hmm. or not be consumed by that hatred. Yeah, I wish I could remember... Um exactly how he phrased that when he was con- like he was mentally connecting with the Dalek and trying mm-hmm. to show him the beauty in his own life and his own soul um, because didn't he say something like you know embrace the beauty choose to live through the beauty or something mm-hmm. like that so he was he was using that phraseology yeah so if anything this like I said it re- and it, we I guess we don't necessarily know but it, it was such a based on the the theme of the the actual episode itself, it does give that line a lot more weight. Mm-hmm. And so it's entirely possible. And the more I think about it, highly likely that Rusty, our, you know, sort of do-gooder dialect, mm-hmm. um, really meant that, you know, he and the Doctor basically are the same because they do have a burning hatred at the center of them. But... You know, just like the Doctor, Rusty has seen, you know, a star born, mm-hmm. and he realizes, or he is under the impression that life will, you know, kind of find a way, that Jurassic Park, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Goldblum mantra. Let's which, see, I wrote down the way that he says it. He says, um, he calls it the endless rebirth of the universe, mm-hmm. is what kind of awakened him to... Um, actually, this is, a, this is an incredibly hopeful kind of churn on what um, I think a lot of people... Um, may, may bring a lot of people away from religion or away from God mm-hmm. is that there's so much hatred and evil and um, and ugliness in the world. So how can you choose to hope? Um, but the Dalek actually sees that the opposite way. He sees that there's so that that even out of the ugliness, something new is constantly reborn. That out of the ashes, something new is is brought forth. And so, why? What is the point in continuing to destroy if it if all the work that you've done is only going to blossom into something new and hopeful? So, I thought that was an incredible, um, hopeful turn on kind of a, I think a, a big question of faith that people wrestle with. Well, not only that, but I think the the really interesting thing is that when the Dalek is like 
we're seeing his memories and we're seeing like universes created and mm. almost like a like a mini montage like I'm pretty sure he uses the phrase like um like divine creation hmm. and he's like in awe of divine creation and I'm like wow those are loaded loaded words yeah um and so I'm interested to see where that goes. Like I said, it it, it really all ties into this concept of uh, Missy and heaven, mm-hmm. and lots of that language still being very, very prevalent in this season. Given we're only two two episodes in, but like I said, I think if you're going to have a mysterious, you know, theme woven through an entire season, and you're going to call that place heaven, mm-hmm. and you're going to have some kind of, I mean, you're going to have lots and lots of dialogue, you know, lots of illusions. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's basically what we got. We 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 got a lot of that as well. I mean, even in the first one, there was a huge uh parallel to this question of faith, like mm-hmm. believing in something bigger than yourself or believing that it will come through even when it looks like, you know, it you know, it, that it won't. And even in this episode, um one of the um soldiers asks Clara at a pivotal moment um, you know, is the doctor mad or is, is he right? Oh yeah, Gretchen. Yeah. Um, and I that line really stuck out to me because um, she can't, she doesn't really know the doctor anymore, and he's more complicated than that anyway. He's, you know, even if she, even that Smith's doctor, I don't know if she could necessarily have answered that question because he seems to be both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she responds, "In my heart, most days, he's both." Um, so I just feel like there are a lot of parallels to, um, I mean, you could call it a Christ figure, even though that comparison breaks down a lot with the doctor. He's not like a pure Christ figure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but he is he is like a god to the humans that he hangs out with. And so I think that's ripe territory for a lot of spiritual religious connections. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all that to say that there, there have been a lot of allusions to faith, like, talk to that kind of vocabulary in this season so far and that i've found that to be really interesting Mm. well i'm gonna say with with the amount of i would say religious language whether it's christian or not Mm -hmm. like there is obviously a lot a lot of undertones going on in this season that i think are more on the surface than I've seen in quite some time mm-hmm. stuff that I would have only gotten in an episode or two uh, over the course of a season like we've already gotten we're blanketed with in the first two episodes yeah. so I'm expecting a lot more of that to come and I would call it like religious spiritual language not mm-hmm. Christian language yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's it's not purely I think one or one mm-hmm. um, yeah one morality or one way of thinking I think maybe it's just exploring that in mm-hmm. general yeah, they're using you know, like divine and mm-hmm. I mean heaven, but you know there's lots of versions Different ideas of, heaven. of what that yeah. is. Yeah, um, and apparently a garden or having tea is heaven to some people. Hey, <laughs> or is it? I would love to <laughs> sit around drinking tea in heaven. That's um, okay, so uh, with that, you know, we'll we'll move on from that's kind of specific conversation because we encourage you to continue those those types of conversations with uh, your friends heck with us but um, I, I want to uh, start to wrap up so we'll do one of our favorite parts which is uh, likes and dislikes mm-hmm. so Laura what, what was something that just didn't really s- settle with you in this episode um, I mean I know you said you already liked it but mm-hmm. um, was there anything that you didn't really like I think um 
I think there was a little bit of a breakdown for me when he shows up on that. I mean, I think it was funny. It was like a funny thing that he went out for coffee and he comes back like three weeks later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I saw what they were doing there. But then it didn't it didn't really make sense to me when he ends up on that spaceship and then they're basically going to kill him because it's, you know, a secret, like mm-hmm. top secret place. And then somehow they let him leave to go get Clara and bring her back to yeah. the ship. I I wasn't really sure what was happening there or why they decided to. It felt like the only reason why they decided to do that timing was so that they could do the joke about like him leaving her for three weeks. Yeah. Um, which actually, if you think about it, is a pretty terrifying thing to travel with somebody who might just up and leave you like anywhere, anytime, and you're going to have to find your way home or you're just going to have to figure out where to live where you are um so yeah that's haha kind of funny but it's actually a pretty big deal um i think i would probably have been a lot more angry at him if he'd left me for a month like somewhere that was not my home (laughs) and i had to like get back to my home and my job Mm -hmm. um anyway that just kind of felt like the expensive lodge like uh like sacrificing logic for a joke does that make sense Yeah, yeah yeah so um so, yeah, that kind of was a disconnect for me. Well, I think as far as uh, <laughs> dislikes, and we're getting to likes in a second, I think uh, lots of that surrounded around somebody we haven't actually mentioned a lot, and that's uh, this new character of Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like the the cut shot of him like having like the single tear um, from having that thought, like, I really understand... That they're trying to develop him, mm-hmm. or you know, kind of insinuate some things about him, but it's too much. No, too much that for was you. Just, that was just too much. Like the the single, <laughs> I, I just it just seems so corny. And like I said, it's not that I didn't understand that they're. I mean, because in that in that tier, we get more character development than we do in tons of other shows, mm-hmm. which is sad for those other shows. But don't stoop to that level. Yeah, like there, you, you want know, something better. Yeah, there's there's so many other cool things they did, which would. And I would mention that in my likes as well, but that was the biggest dislike for me. I just like I was like mm. this single tier thing, you know, just very odd. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think um, anytime you, well, I'm moving on to my likes. So, yeah. Okay. So what were your likes? May I do that? Um, anytime you, there's like a new companion that's rumored, or like a new recurring character that's rumored. Um, I think. I feel a little bit of trepidation because I know this person's going to stick around. So, mm-hmm. like, what am I going to think of them and the actor who's playing them? And um, and I um, I really appreciated their uh, introduction of him overall. Yeah. Um, I was really entertained by the scene where he was talking to himself, wishing he had, you know, said different things. Or um, so I'm I'm excited to see what they do with his character, especially since there was kind of this like underlying motif about this idea of soldier, um, and how like the doctor rejects uh, Journey Blue mm-hmm. for, as a traveling companion because she's chosen to be a soldier. So to him, that says something about her character that he doesn't like. Um, which really is just perpetuating kind of what he was doing about the Dalek, that there are certain things, certain types of people who can't change, you know, or there's mm-hmm. something about the, their character that is unsavory or whatever. So he um, he rejects her, but Clara, you know, makes a comment that, that soldiers aren't off, you know, off bound, out of bounds for her or whatever. Um, and I would actually call the doctor to some degree a soldier. Um, maybe he's trying to distance himself from that. But I think he's even that's even been 
part of his title, you know, over certain seasons is that people see him as a warrior or a soldier. Um, but anyway, so I think um, I think maybe Danny will have an opportunity to um, kind of break that for the doctor, maybe show that all soldiers are not alike. And I thought it was pretty clear that he has an interesting backstory, um, that he's not just a pretty face. I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited about him and to see how he develops. Yeah, well, I would I would really agree with that. Um, I I did like almost everything about. Danny's introduction and his kind of starting to be um, wovified into the story. Um, I think. I think <laughs> if <laughs> I just wanted to, I'll take it. I'll accept it. Yeah, yeah. I say there's all kinds of English things that I'm not going to do right <laughs> in this. Uh, I, I also liked the my, my side like was the fact that they started calling the the good Dalek Rusty. Yeah, uh, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, um, and one of those subtle funny things. But, you know, Danny beating his head on the desk, that whole scene, and then Clara having, you know, heard it, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was pretty pretty great. Um, the So, one of the things that I liked the most was, and you, you basically more or less mentioned it, but when Doctor rejected Journey. Hmm. Um, one, because the... Um, the moderate pacifist type of me was like, yeah, that's right, no soldiers. Even though you've already pointed out, the doctor himself is no, you know, he's no pacifist. He's mm-hmm. no... No stranger not, to not, violence yes. and war. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he has an uh, obvious aversion to guns. Um, but how that kind of says something, or he sees that that says something about people, that they've made that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he really compliments Journey on lots of her other characteristics, um you know, that kind of is the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. And the big thing that I like about that is not just to see how, I guess, Danny may eventually change the doctor's mind about that, mm-hmm. but just what that those interactions are going to be like. Because once the, I think once the doctor finds out about Danny and they get introduced, I think he's going to have some very, very... Uh, Unhappy conversations. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to... Which could be, I mean, just great. Yeah, that could open up some great conversations about, like, what it means to be a soldier and what that choice entails Mm -hmm. and if it's right or wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of... Exactly. So so the thing that I like the most is thinking about where that could go. Mm -hmm. So, but um, with that said, did you... uh, Any final thoughts before I wrap up, bro? Uh, I, I did like the line... Uh, she's my carer. She cares so I don't have to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I like that, that line a lot. And yeah, I also wrote down that um, I love how they named this Dalek Rusty. And I'm actually hoping that this Dalek shows back up again. Like, they're all pal Rusty. <laughs> well, I mean, he might have to if he's going to go and destroy all the Daleks by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But, uh, I mean, I really like the way, I really like the trajectory of the season. I'm fully engaged and I'm fully on board. And I can't wait till next week. And excitedly so I know and I I feel like I haven't felt that way in a while Um, but I don't feel cynical um, about this season (laughs) I feel excited and it it feels good um, to feel that way well uh, 
with that, we are we are out of time. So if you would like to connect with the show, if we said something that you totally disagree with or that you 100% agree with, or if you are 50-50, or just want to make some kind of comment because we completely left something out. Because as we pointed out, there's a ton going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. So that is, we're no stranger to that being a complete possibility. Go to Real World Theology. That's R-E-E-L, worldtheology.com slash whoology. And there you can find these shows, you can find show notes, and you can comment. We'll talk back to you. We all we had a great comment last week, um, just pointing yeah, out some of the things that. Uh, that we we just didn't have a chance to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that. Download the show on iTunes. Uh, keep interacting with us. Keep downloading the show. Keep listening. Uh, give us feedback. Uh, we're working on getting some music. We can't find some really good Who-esque music. Yeah. That's a big. That's a tough thing. That, that uh, theme song is real hard to live up to with free, yeah, <laughs> free electronic music. So uh, I did that, want to mention, yeah, that I just wrote a post Uh-oh. for Real World Theology on the like ironically on the episode Dalek, which was just the next one that I had to write about. So mm-hmm. that was really fr- fresh in my mind, and I'm pleased with how that turned out. So it will be showing up fairly soon. Yes. So very uh, conveniently. Uh, Laura also is continuing her written whoology series, uh, where she started back with uh, season one, episode one, you know, the 2005 reboot. So uh, that continues, and like she pointed out, that, that that'll be showing up a little bit later this week, very conveniently. So so convenient. <laughs> so if you uh, love this and want more, you're going to get more. Or if you love that and you want more, you're getting this. So I'm not sure which way you win more. It's all for you. But it's all for you. So. If um, you like, I said if you have enjoyed it, uh, go rate the show on iTunes. Uh, let's get more people involved in our little Doctor Who conversation, and we'll just keep having a great time. And until next time, we're just reminding you to always take a banana to a party every time. <laughs>